Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I am in this weird, not weird space, but I do have to say um, that since the beginning of quarantine, there's been a lot of shifts just in general of um, livelihood for most people, relationships, shifts in um, economical experiences that you're having and and things like that. And not only that, but energetically, there's been a lot of shifts and there's a lot of misconception um, within the more spiritual community that when you are, you know, aware of how to align your energy to manifest what you want into your life um, and, and really have a clear understanding of that you are the creator of your own reality that that then life gets easy um or then things like this don't touch you don't affect you that's just not true um so with all that's going on in the world right now um and the rise in awareness of uh racial injustice social injustice um and the prejudice that's really running rampant through our and just bleeding into our society and has been this way for years, um, decades, centuries, <laughs> even further back than that. Um, it's been very interesting and, and I've had actually a lot to say, um, but have been very clear that when I'm speaking on a platform such as this to you and being very aware of how I share. Um, I want it to always be in the highest alignment of what I know to be true and what I know to be my truths and universal truths and doing my own healing work first before I speak and share from a place that is um, not not necessarily rooted in, it's always, I feel like for me, I've done enough of a work uh, and have been doing this work for so long, um, healing my energetic body, healing my physical body, healing my emotional body, that I revert to the place of love more often. But just like everybody else, every, when you incarnate in physical form, the, the way in which you learn to act and live amongst other people is dictated by uh, heritage, culture, community, familial expectations, social expectations, things like that from a very young age. That's actually when you develop a lot of your subconscious programming and things that reside deep in your chakra system. So limiting beliefs, core values, things like that. These are all 
found fairly early on. And as we are um, experiencing a lot of shift and shakeup in um, our culture and our paradigm of normalcy, what we're actually seeing is energetically as a healer, it's beautiful, honestly, to be able to witness this awakening within our society, within our community, um, not just community. I'm not speaking just in like cities. I'm talking global, like the human community, um, person to person, human to human. Um, the, a lot of people are experiencing first, second, and third huge energetic shifts, a huge shakeup in the way that their chakras literally are spinning. So chakra actually means wheel in Sanskrit. Um, and each energetic center, uh, energy center in the body, they have a spin. So when I read um, chakras, I do feel some spin motion. Um, I'm also very aware of it in my hands. There are other places in the body that you do have chakras, but your major ones run down the center column of your body. And the lower third three have everything to do with how your physical human body relates and interacts in the world. And so it's very interesting to be a facilitator of healing and be holding space for people to navigate their energetic body and, and really looking at, okay, here's what's coming up, here's what it's presenting, you know, and then really peeling back those layers because what we're seeing is the first chakra has everything to do with heritage, tribe, culture, community. Um, these are your ancestral roots. Um, so, you know, if you're born in Scotland and you have a Scottish heritage, um, traditions, things like that. If you were born in Africa, if you were born in Peru, if you were born in Alaska, every um, within within all of your uh, where you are uh, located, for lack of a, a better word, at your birth and what you learn from your community that you grow up in that is deeply rooted in traditions and rituals and heritage familial interactions, um, all of those things, that's all your first chakra, your root chakra. So what we're seeing right now is the way in which we've all kind of related to each other and related to each other in reference to community is shifting, it's changing, it's evolving. So um, as the Black Lives Matter movement was growing and amplifying, as I'm doing energy healing sessions with, with my clients, I'm seeing their root chakra, just um, some people in shambles. And people that I've, I've done healing sessions with before and completely shifted and changed the energy. And part of that is because what's deeply rooted within our society is some of the ways in which we treat people who look different than us. And in nature, in literally like just your biology as a person, it's the same thing as like, you know, they talk about a mother's love, like a face only a mother could love type of thing, is there's actually a very deep rooted energetic connection to people within your family, people who, um, 
you connect with from um, and have similar upbringings as you because energetically they are going to vibrate and when you are learning all of these things again you're more aware of vibration stuff like that because you're not talking yet so this is before the ages of of two you pick up on frequencies on energies of other people so people that are raised in similar communities usually feel more uh you have more of an attraction to so and this is that's biology so then what's happening though is it's because of that we as human beings have chosen to continue to look at separateness instead of the beautiful thing that is every single culture every single um ethnicity experiences that they experience this oneness and this community within each other and so there's actually it's very interesting because instead of looking at that as a um, a way in which we can continue separation, it's actually a beautiful way to honor our similarities and honor that universally what we seek is acceptance and stuff like that from a young age from our community. And so again, that, that puts us all in the same space of of wanting that and so you're seeing a huge shakeup in the first chakra the second chakra um if if you've followed me for a while or follow me on instagram at shalane carter then you know um, i talk a lot about the second chakra being your creation station um this is the way in which you and how the mirror excuse me the how you show up in the world and how it's mirrored back to you so this the um the first chakra is safety it's security which in community feels safe and secure again we are by by nature kind of pack animals we thrive together we're better together what's that there's a jack johnson song that i always joke is for the root chakra it's called we're better together <laughs> um or better together something like that anyways the second chakra is then your kind of one-on-one relationship so this is your friendships this is your significant other this is your specific relationship with your mom your specific relationship with each sibling this is also your relationship and how you create uh, a relationship with money um so this is actually a lot of worthiness is in here and so we're also seeing a lot of that the way in which we are relating to one another is changing is shifting is evolving and it's actually beautiful because the vibration of unity and love is higher than fear so when we're struggling with fear because we see separateness when we shift into love and unity the vibration actually changes and the vibration of your body is then able to see more love and more unity because you're vibrationally setting yourself in that space as opposed to being afraid because something is different afraid or threatened because it doesn't follow your perception of truth so then we move into the third chakra so the third chakra is your personal powerhouse this is also where your ego comes from this is where why that's called your gut feeling right um your ego is developed around the age of three so if you have not heard the term three nature or you do not have children 
Everyone who's a parent will understand what I mean when I say three-nager, that is why. They're developing their ego. They have gone through safety and security. They've developed their first chakra. So, and it, it, it goes through again. Um, but the base, your root chakra has built. Then your second is your, is your connection, your creation. And so this is where, as a baby, you're reliant on another for teaching you everything. And then once you move into the third, at this point, you've t- been taught a lot of uh, social expectations, familial expectations, um, your kind of role within each within the family and how it pertains to each other and then you move into the third and as you move into the third you know you've been you've been taught how to feed yourself you've been taught that you have a choice you've been asked do you want this you've been given the nudge of making choices for yourself so when you at that point when the third chakra starts to develop you start to have an opinion And here's where the third chakra is interesting because depending on what you exerted as your truth during that time and what was honored and accepted and what was shut down or what was demeaned, what was told was bad, bad behavior, bad this, bad that, wrong, all of those things in relation to how you were showing up and somebody else who you viewed as your nurturing, um, your your de- the person that you depended on, they told you no. It's going to then play out as an adult. So now our ego as adults are being challenged because what we've been told is going to keep us safe, secure. What we know to be our truths, we're beginning to become aware that other people have a very different truth, and we're beginning to become aware that that truth, other people having their truth, you having your truth, what you believe, one does not take away from the other. One person can feel something and that doesn't take away from the other person feeling another way. Um, Where the struggle is, is then when the ego gets involved and feels the need to exert force, similar to what was shown as a child, right? I'm older, I know more, I can be louder, I'm going to discipline you. So when you threaten my truth, I share my truth, the way in which I've learned to, um, it usually goes two ways and it can go some other ways I've seen, but the most common are, A, I need to be louder, I need to talk over people, I need to react, and have a rebuttal for everything that you say. I need to pick apart every conversation to exert my authority because my ego, my truth, feels threatened because you believe differently than me. Your experience is different than mine. Or we have on the flip side where when a person's ego is triggered, they actually retreat and they close down and they hold back and they don't share and they let people run all over them. Um, those are usually the most common. There are some other ways, but in a general sense. So as we're seeing all of these shifts, not only from the pandemic that we were, have been experiencing and continue to experience a shift in our, the normalcy. Again, I've talked about this. There's, um, another episode you can, um, check back. I think it's two or three episodes ago, um, right around probably mid April. I'm not sure on the exact date right offhand, but that I talked about the pandemic and how it's affecting our root chakra. 
our safety, our security. Same thing here. It's just in a different way. So every single chakra is layered and multifaceted um, because it's going to show up. If you figure your you don't have the same relationship that you do with your your friend at work as you do with your best friend as you do with your partner as you do with your mom as you do with your dad as you do with your siblings all of those things are going to have different dynamics that is the same thing within the chakra so it's going to have different dynamics based on your relation to it and your experience within it so the lower three is all how we are physically experiencing this shift in paradigm and this beautiful up-leveling in an ascension in our vibration, we're literally being asked to shed the overly masculine traits of society. The overly masculine, the, the energy of our, our society is very, very patriarchal, um, very heavy, heavy in the masculine. And you've been seeing the rise in feminine energy, the Me Too movement, the women's rights, the equality, um, tons of rise in feminine energy, more feeling work, more holistic healing, more um, alternative medicines, more yoga. These things are becoming mainstream because the surge of feminine energy is being integrated into our heavily unbalanced masculine culture so now as the feminine starts to take hold it's creating a balance so this is why we're feeling this threaten in our lower chakras because most people because of their the dynamics of of our culture being heavily in the masculine the surgence of feminine energy into our culture is actually creating the balance that we need there's a reason why every the the rise in autoimmune diseases. There's a reason why more people you're hearing more cancer, more disease, more unexplained weird um, medical things. There's a reason why this is all happening. More burnout. People are experiencing more anxiety, more depression than ever before in our history. And it's not just that. Part of it is is that yes, we're becoming really really adamant about um, documenting it, but that's also a heavily masculine trait as well. Feeling the need to document, to prove, I need it on paper, it needs to be in writing. If it's not in writing, if somebody can't prove it, then it's not true, right? Um, and as we're watching this shift, as we're incorporating this more feeling, flowing, fluid energy of the feminine, it is challenging our much more rigid energy of the masculine. And if we, there's no need to get rid of the masculine. It's not that, that the masculine and feminine work actually together in tandem. It's the sun and the moon, yin and yang, right? This is where balance is found. So what's happening is our culture, our community is actually doing its own energetic checks and balances. It's knowing there's the, been this bubbling underneath the surface that we have been out of alignment. Things have not been working for quite some time. But it takes the surge of feminine energy, the surge of in within so many people being activated to a more feminine 
um, that, that balance of the feminine energy being activated within their own being, when that happens to several people, that's when a movement starts to happen. The Black Lives Matter movement is asking to be heard, to be seen. It's asking to honor their experience, honor their history. It's not asking, it's not, uh, there's not a right versus wrong. It's calming down the ego of the collective and saying everybody has experienced something different. And at this point, we can't go back and change it. But how do we go moving forward? How do we honor each other as human beings? How do we have better awareness of the way in which we're living that is not equal? Um, and I think that's the the really beautiful thing that that you're seeing it I, as a healer. I'm watching it collectively happen, and. I'm also seeing it within my own clients. I'm seeing these beautiful transformations of hap happening of people breaking down that they're like, I had no idea that this was rooted in my body, but I feel it. I can feel it and I can feel it shifting. And a lot of times it's like the verbiage is it's scary and it's scary. I always like to uh, at that point, usually when it's scary, it usually is in the gut area. And I, I said, isn't it interesting how nervous and scary also feel the same as excited? So what if we change that verbiage? I'm excited for this shift. I'm excited for this newness, this opportunity to grow, this opportunity to evolve and change into a higher vibrational being. And when we've been working with that verbiage, it has been so transformative. So I wanted to share that with you guys. All of this is leading up to, I want to share with you guys when you're feeling the uncomfortability to actually, um, that that's okay. We, as a, a society have been told that, um, you know, don't get too angry. Don't cry too much. Don't be too emotional. None of those emotions are bad just because they elicit change. So, um, when you're feeling extreme emotions, anger, depression, anxiety, fear, shame, guilt, any of those things that, that you don't want to live in, that you don't want to get stuck in your energetic body because you are a higher vibrational being and those are lower vibrational experiences, but it is okay to feel them. In fact, if you don't, you are not human. That is part of the human experience. The difference is learning to, okay, I see you. I hear you. Thank you for trying to keep me safe, but I'm excited for the change. I'm excited for a new paradigm, a new shift in perspective and future and narrative that will be passed down to my children. I'm excited for that change. And when you shift the energy around what you're feeling and the perspective around what your physical body is feeling, because again, ego is responding in a way to keep you safe. So if you're feeling scared, it's because at some point, when your truth was threatened, you turned to being feeling scared, right? Something shifted and that was your response. So now we're just shifting your awareness around your response. Your awareness and your perspective and your narrative around your response can change and be different. And then when that changes, then you're able to actually transcend that emotion and transmute it 
into a higher vibrational experience. You don't have to live in those cycles. Um, there's a whole, I'm going to, there's a whole another episode coming soon. I've got uh, several that I'm re- recording currently, so there'll be more on um, those emotions and how to move through them and, and all of those things. But I want you guys to just try it on. Try on the narrative of when you know something feels true for you, but you feel scared instead saying I'm scared or I'm nervous saying I'm excited. Try it on. Try it on several times because you'll notice vibrationally the shift in your body. I would love when you try it on, take a screenshot of this episode, tag me at Shalane Carter on Instagram, throw it up on your stories, tag me and let me know that you're using I'm excited instead of I'm nervous. I want to, this is how uh, the shift in, in energy and the collective happens is by all of us participating together, cheering one another on. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for this new shift. I'm excited for this new way of being. I'm excited for a new normal because what was normal before is not working, has not worked. And it left people out. And so I want you to share because I want others to, to I want others to feel empowered. I want everyone, all of us to stand up together and be able to really get behind one another in shifting the narrative of, of the time right now, because I think it is actually a very exciting time to be alive and um, is going to be monumental when you look back in the history books. This, is, this time will be written about. So um, thank you so much for um, hanging with me today, um, listening to all of this. Um, Again, please take a screenshot of this, share it on your Instagram stories, tag me at Shalane Carter, let me know that you're listening. You can also write a review on iTunes and, and share it with your friends. It's really good to help, again, raise collective awareness and consciousness. We have to do it together and support one another. So if this really helped you, it could probably help somebody that you know. Um, So please give it a share. As always, I am so grateful and so thankful for for you being here and for being a part of this community together. And, And I just wish you all the love, all of the health that there is. You are a divine being and you deserve those things. You deserve health, wealth, abundance, happiness, joy, peace, ease. Those are birthrights. So I want you to embody them, embrace them today. And I'll see you in the next episode. Cheers, guys.